everyone thanks for tuning in my name is mav and this is xbox ultimate episode number 10 yes you heard that right this is no longer a wee little single digit podcast we've grown up it's now episode 10 double digits thank you to everyone who has tuned in whether it's episode one five or episode 10 i appreciate all the support from each and every one of you whether you're watching on youtube and don't forget to like share and subscribe if you are um, or whether you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, wherever you can find this, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. This is going to be an amazing uh, talk we're going to have about Next Gen, about the Series X, Series S, this show, because uh, we have a lot of information that's been coming out from people where we have actual hands on. Not me, unfortunately, but there's a lot of people out there that have actual hands-on with this console there have been tests done to prove what xbox has been saying to be true it shows an overwhelming amount of confidence and we're going to be talking about that uh, we're going to be talking about the fun speculation of the week is how we always get started and then we're going to go through all my topics and we're going to finish it off again with the game pass game of the week and this week it's a big one and I think you may know what it is already, but we're going to get to that. So we're going to start here with the uh, fun speculation of the week. And the reason I'm bringing this one up now, the topic is what is the initiative's new game? The reason I'm bringing that up is because uh, Drew Murray, who is the head of the initiative, um, posted uh, on Twitter. He, he sent a tweet out that had a picture of his daughter playing the game. Uh, now, it didn't show the game, but his daughter playing the game. So I want to be clear on that. Um, and since then, there's been a lot of speculation about, like, hey, what is this game? You know, um, I even put a little poll out on Twitter that got maybe around 100 votes or whatever. about Is it Perfect Dark or is it a new IP? Right. So what do we think it is? Now, my personal belief is that this game is probably related somehow to Perfect Dark. Now, I don't care whether it's a new IP or if it is Perfect Dark, but if it is Perfect Dark, I want a new take Perfect Dark. Um, some people have been speculating that it is like a kid-friendly game, you know, uh, a kid-friendly experience. Uh, because it showed his daughter playing the game. Uh, personally, I don't really put too much stock into that, uh, just because you know it's a game developer, and you know you could clearly you could take a little section of a game and say, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Without really having to worry about, that, right? So I'm putting that out of my out of my mind as far as is, is that a sign that it's a kid? I, I don't really think. I don't really think so. Now, what is it, though? Is it a Perfect Dark game? Or is it a new IP? So, I want to know what you guys think. I want you to send me an email at funspec... Uh, at... Sorry. At, at Twitter, you could at me. At funspeculation. But for email, send to funspeculation at gmail.com. Um, and I want to know, what do you think? Do you think it's a, um, next gen, uh, showpiece type game that's going to be graphically mind blowing and show off ray tracing and run like at 4k 60 with just amazing graphics and graphical detail that is maybe a tactical, realistic, uh, stealthy Type action game right dark that's what i want now but it would be really cool for me is if that is what it is but it takes place in the perfect dark world we don't know really anything about this game but there has been speculation uh from several people that this game is going to be shown before launch these are rumors that go back before the game showcase even took place. 
and they actually stemmed from an, an Italian uh, a games media site that they were going to show this game a um, sliver of gameplay as a walkthrough to showcase the Series X. Now, that didn't happen, right? But there was also a lot of rumors because Xbox supposedly was holding some things back because they believed that PlayStation was holding some things back. So we don't know what the stuff was that was held back either from the showcase. Now, they did also, during the Xbox showcase, say, find out later this year what the other games are that they're working on. Or they pretty much said something. They've said something that along those lines. I have to go back and listen to it, but they said, now you notice that we didn't announce the games for all of our studios. Uh, find out more later this year. So, we have not had another game announcement um, from them that is a next-gen game from one of those studios that I can think of. We have had the huge bombshell announcement of Bethesda being acquired by Xbox, and we already know what all of that's going to bring. But we do not know what some of these games are. And I'm not I'm not just talking about the initiative. I'm talking about the initiative. I'm talking about Compulsion. I'm talking about In Exile's pre-production RPG that's supposed to be on Unreal Engine 5 and all that kind of stuff. Um, a couple of these other studios as well. So we, Coalition even, we could find out that they're working on something new, right? We know that that studio is working on the kind of game that I just talked about before they became the Coalition and shifted over to Gears because that style of game is actually what they showcased the first time that that studio, which I don't remember the original name of it right now, uh, was revealed. So, tell me what you think. Are we going to get that gameplay? Are we going to get that gameplay shown right before launch of the Initiative's new game, and what is it? Is it Perfect Dark? Or is it some other new IP? Is it a kid-friendly game? You know, is it a, you know, kind of a kiddie, cartoony type game? Is it some other graphical showpiece type game? You know, either what it, whichever one of those, for me personally, I'm happy because it's either it means it's a new IP or it's a style of game that I would love to play. And, you know, I think with the talent uh, that they acquired to form that studio from all of these uh, developers around um, that had been working on massive games before, um, it is a good sign for things to come. And I think, like I said, we're going to see it. And we're going to see it sooner than we than a lot of people think because that is what Xbox needs to show next. And we're that's going to lead us to our next topic. So don't forget to you know, email me or message me. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment on YouTube. You know, uh, what do you think it is? Perfect Dark, new IP. All right, so that, like I said, they need to show games, right? But what we don't need to see any more of because people have it in their hands. I mean, well, I'm going to say we don't need to. I I want to, obviously, but they have been completely transparent and upfront and 100% confident with the Series X. And the Series S, for that matter. I think soon we're actually going to see the Series S being sent to all these media people because, you know, we just had the Series X arrive um, to all the media outlets, the big-time media guys in video games. You know, you had Ryan McCaffrey from IGN got one. You know, you had uh, a Digital Foundry got one, you know. Um, we have Windows Central, uh, Jess Corden, he got one. Uh, Jeff Grubb got one. You see these uh, guys that are these kind of uh, big-time guys in the Xbox world uh, for media get get their hands on a Series X. And it's been awesome to see that Xbox is being this transparent and upfront with the uh, what the console is and what it can do 
and they've been allowed uh, to uh, showcase things and do their own test. And they have an embargo on certain things at certain times. And we're going to be keep getting more information and more information about the console. Uh, I think some of that's coming soon for PlayStation because we've seen some of them out in the wild now in Japan from some of these Japanese sites. We've also seen Xbox being sent to some of these Japanese uh, media guys as well, which is also comforting. And to say that they are so confident they are letting even even uh, Japanese market and media have their hands on it when they are not even that big there right, right now. So they are making a push to show, hey, this is our cards on the table. This is our hardware. Do your test. Have your fun with it. This is what you're allowed to show right now. And we're confident in that. Do your own thing, right? And they keep doing that. And we keep seeing these this feedback from these uh, from these media guys. That they didn't just stop there. They continued to send the Xbox to streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, um, and it's been amazing to see that they they want everybody that has uh, these influence influencers, right? The, People that are going to talk about the technical aspects, people that are going to show the gameplay, the people that are going to um, give people information that have audiences—they're getting the Xboxes in, their, in those people's hands um, on a, at a large rate. Really, a lot of people have a lot of these guys have on these big YouTubers and stuff. So I'm excited to see what comes of that. Um, going up into the launch, we got roughly I think like six weeks now up until launch. And there is a lot of consoles out there. Well, maybe like closer to five weeks now. Uh, so we're going to get some a lot of information in those next five weeks now because of all these consoles out there. Um, and that's exciting to see. Um, now, the feedback we've been getting so far has been overwhelmingly positive. Even honestly, like I knew that the, it was going to be really good because of just everything that they've been talking about and the, and the statistics are what they are, right? But with it in the everybody's hands, seeing it in their hands, we know even more that it's going to be impressive uh, because of all the stuff that people keep saying how, hey, they can't go back. They, they want to throw away their 1X, which right now is the most powerful console on the market they want to throw it away they can't they can't even like fathom playing it and stuff like that is kind of what they're 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 saying because it is such a new experience playing on this next-gen hardware with how it feels and this is something that we've been hearing now that they can't leave reviews yet because it's preview hardware and there's embargoes and all that kind of stuff um, and I think honestly, there's still stuff to show with with these next gen games and everything. But what we have seen is a consistent phrase about the hardware so far, as much as they are allowed to say from pretty much everybody that's gotten their hands on it and put out some kind of con- content testing it and everything like that. And this comes from Digital Foundry doing tests on load times and frame rates and all this stuff, performance on these games and and everything. And that's just crazy to see. Um, We've seen a lot of praise about Quick Resume. Now, if you don't know what Quick Resume is, this is going to be a feature that is going to change the way a lot of you play games. Um, because it is going to allow accessibility between games super fast. And this is one of the things that people have been touting is like a game changing for them. And when I say game changing, that's literal. I mean, it is changing the games because the accessibility into games is no longer a hurdle. How many times have you considered, okay, well, I'm going to do this. You thought about playing a game, but you know what? You don't know if you're going to play it that much and you don't want to go through the, all the hurdle of the process of actually uh, loading it up, getting online, going into the menu, loading up another section of the game. I mean, just with these load times taking minutes, 
um, on some of these bigger games. Now, if you have quick resume, once all that's done, and it, which it's going to be done a lot faster to begin with, you can sit there and have your game in a certain part, and you can pick it up where you left off. And that you can do that with five games at a time. And even without quick resume, the load times are crazy fast. But you you literally can leave your game, okay, in the middle of this level and play three other games and then pick it up and go right back to where you left off. And that's proven now to be a, a really good, amazing feature on these consoles. And I'm excited for that. Um, I think that we all should be excited for a quick resume because I think it's one of the best features for next gen. Um, people can't be positive enough about it for the people that have had their hands on the consoles. Um, and then that goes into the next part about now, this is all because of the SSD, right? Um, and how they're able to handle these games, you know, uh, basically loading quickly and stuff like that. Um, the other part of that is load times. They've been doing all of these tests on load times, and we're seeing games that took over two minutes to load down to seconds, down to like 12 seconds, 20 seconds, or whatever whatever it is. They're talking astonishingly fast load times. And this is something that they kept talking about. Now, how many times in the past have like new consoles been going to come out and they talk about a feature and you're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. Or like it, it's not really going to be any different. This is, this is different. We have these people that are actually testing this stuff and they're loading these games at in seconds instead of minutes. And that is going to change the way all of us experience these things because there's no more hurdles of, dump no more accessibility issues it's just quick you get to the content you want when you want it and if you're on the xbox ecosystem where you want it pc xbox mobile um it's going to be definitely a uh, wild uh generation to have these games come out uh, that are no longer going to have to worry about this load time hurdle or anything like that anymore. Instead, they're just going to be focusing on the games. We're going to have games made that have never been able to be made before because of these load times. Now, um, the crazy thing is also, like, is it's not just load times. It's not quick resume. It goes even beyond that. Um, it goes into um, performance. And now it's not just performance on next-gen games. Okay, I'm going to get into that. Okay, So what we've been hearing from these people testing these games is that it is... Any, any of these games that are unlocked frame rates or have scalable resolution, you know, they're performing at 4K60. You're talking about games that didn't ever have... You, you couldn't even fathom them doing that before. You're talking about games that are either 4K30 or dip below 30, 20 frames, you know. Uh, you're talking about games that hit, couldn't hit 4K, you know. You're talking about the, these games all performing better, Right? And if it is like a locked frame rate game, they just perform perfectly at that. Now, we might see these developers go in and a lot of the bigger titles, I would think, maybe go in and just um, put an update out there to allow the uh, resolution or the frame rate to be uh, scalable or unlocked. And that would be interesting to see because I don't know how difficult that is to do. Um, but they may be able to do that pretty pretty easily as opposed to making like a whole remaster or optimized version of the game. That would be a sim something simpler to do, right? Uh, maybe we'll get that on a lot of these games to allow them to run at 4K60, but that could be game-changing for a lot of these games that had performance issues and stuff like that. 
um, to be able to run more efficiently uh, and, and better and make these games that it kind of had. Well, this is, it would have been a good game, but it's got performance issues. Now these could be good games, right? So for the first time ever, we're getting hardware that is going to improve our software. And I've talked about this several times. Um, but this is another game changer about next gen. Next gen is about changing the way we play everything and improving the value of what we have um, and protecting that value of what we have for the future by providing enhancements on it. Um, and we're seeing this especially with Xbox and how they are doing the smart delivery system where if you own the game, if a better version of that same game comes out, you're automatically going to get it. Um, you're They're unlocking things to where it, the hardware itself is enhancing everything you already own. And all of it is playable on the new hardware. The only games that aren't are if there's some weird licensing issues or uh, they never were games that weren't very big and never got ported from the original Xbox when they did the original backwards compatibility or the Kinect uh, games because there's no Kinect port on the back. There is an overwhelmingly massive large library games to uh, play on the Series X and get improvements on uh, and play these games in a new way. And, you know, it's just crazy to see this one, you know, that's why they're so confident in the hardware because of all of this stuff. It's all like for the gamer. The people that try and make this not about the gamer are really just looking for reasons to hate on something, right? This, all of this stuff they're doing is good for games. Improve letting you have a better version of your game is not a bad thing. Um, letting you have improved uh, frame rates, improved load times, um, improved resolution on games for free is not a bad thing. Um, giving people the same game again, but with just enhancements that are for next gen. Uh, without charging them again for it is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And w nobody should really look at that as a bad thing because it is stuff that is saving you money. It is stuff that is going to protect the value of things you buy and things you've bought uh, in the past. So uh, to people trying to make that kind of stuff into a negative, I don't understand it. You know, I, I don't really, um, I can't comprehend that in my mind exactly how that rational, how that irrational thinking takes place. But some people out there don't like that. Uh, they want to have to pay for that stuff or they think that, hey, it's, uh, it's not a, it's not a big deal. It's whatever. You know what I mean? And it is a big deal if you look at, way games are going um for the future and not just accepting what's always took place in the past as things become more digital and everything we are going to be needing to protect the value of what we're buying because you can't trade that uh you can't uh, sell it you know it's your digital license and it's going to be with you on what devices you own and play. And if 10 years from now, hopefully you can still access that content. Um, and maybe it'll even be better than it was today. So that's why it's important. You know, and more and more, we're still playing games that are older now. Because the games are not, it's not like retro style games where there's such a difference. You know, they're at, um, you're talking about differences in the way the games feel with, you know, SSDs and all that stuff now with higher frame rates and everything. But this is improving these older games to be like that as well, right? So we're bringing old generation games along for the ride into the next gen. 
Um, it's it's just a really awesome time to be a gamer and to play these games and to be part of an ecosystem that is handling things that way um, as opposed to other ways that are being done right now. So what is interesting about the Xbox is, as Jason Ronald said, everything that we're seeing right now that's been opened from embargo from these guys with these tests on frame rates, uh, resolution, uh, load times, backwards compatibility, quick resume. That's just all the natural raw horsepower of the console. That's just the raw capability of the console. That's just the CPU and the SSD doing its magic. That's not even taking into advantage optimization for next-gen hardware. So imagine what these games are going to be like and play like and feel like and run like load like (laughs) everything with optimization for the console. And that's what we have yet to be seen. They have yet to show that show that to us. It has been held close to their vest, much like the PlayStation 5 hardware has been close to their vest. We have not seen or uh, really know the true capability of the console until they show us what the games are going to look like that are optimized for next gen. How are they running? Now, PlayStation, we know, has been leading with this. That has been their number one thing they've been touting and showing with Spider-Man and Ratchet Plank and the visually impressive things that they've shown. And that's worked for them. But they have been completely closed off and um, not transparent about the hardware itself and about a lot of features that people have questions about. And this is the stuff that Xbox has been completely the opposite about. So if we go back into what like the fun speculation of the week, we know that this gameplay is coming, right? We know that the initiative's gameplay is going to come. And we know that that game is probably going to be impressive because of the talent working at that studio and the investment from Xbox into that studio. We just don't know what it is yet, right? Um, there's been speculation that we're going to have that information before launch of the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. And I think that is true. I think we are going to get that information. Um, as I pull up some of these games, actually, I'm going to uh, pull up now. Actually, I already had that one going here on YouTube. So some of these games we know... Uh, they exist, but they just haven't shown us the gameplay yet. Now, that's what they're probably going to hold off for until close to launch. That's going to be the last thing. There's a reason all these guys have these Xboxes, right? It's to show us the games. It's to show us stuff. The reason they have these streamers and stuff. Now, are they going to have the initiatives game to play all these streamers and stuff? I doubt that, right? But I think we're going to see that soon. And I think we're going to see a couple other games. Um, Jason Ronald himself has said that. And I'll go into more of that in a little bit also. Um, But the key is, is that for all the things that they've been talking about this past week and all the things I just covered, that is not even taking into account what the machine was built for yet. This machine was built for playing next-gen games amazingly this is all just extra this is all just extra features that they've been touting stuff that the competition does not necessarily have to an equal degree and that's why they're showing this right now and that's why playstation is not showing it right now because they we don't even know how the backwards compatibility is going to work there right now so it's been interesting and crazy to see 
how transparent it is, and it's been awesome. But don't forget, there's still this optimized stuff going to show. We're going to see it, and it's probably going to be even more mind-blowing. Um, now, the load times themselves have been crazy, uh, but one of the tests that they've been doing is, you know, um, because we're all been worried about storage and stuff like that, is doing tests from like external SSDs to the internal SSD of the um, Series X. And these games have been transferring from um, external to internal in like two minutes, right? So if you're worried about storage, excuse me, just get a larger hard drive, right? Offload a lot of your library on, and you can quickly move them to the internal. Um, two minutes is how long some games take to load in current gen. So it should not be that big of an issue, right? Um, that's very, uh, welcoming for me to see that this is not going to be as much of a problem as a lot of us thought, um, with next gen and storage. Now, also you got the expansion bay, uh, you got the expansion card you can get, um, that's really pricey. But you don't really necessarily need it. You know, you can just get that uh, a bigger, even a mechanical hard drive. Now, if you could use a mechan- like a HDD, uh, you're going to have a slower time moving to the hard disk as opposed to moving to the SSD internally, right? But even the time of moving from hard drive to SSD is uh, fast. So because the SSD is fast. So um, there's going to be a lot of uh, people using that as an option, and I think it's going to be fine. So as far as uh, storage and stuff, I think we're good there. Uh, supposedly, the I guess the Xbox has about 800 uh, gigabyte uh, available. I think it was like 805 or so after the, um, you know, the little bit that the hard drive automatically kind of kicks off. Um, when you get it, and then also the uh, OS. Uh, supposedly, at the PlayStation 5, they're saying maybe run 665, something like that. So, you know, there's going to be, you know, not a lot of space on the internals, you know, but if we use these techniques on the external with the with the speed that it is to, uh, to move stuff onto it, we should be completely fine there. Um so I want to talk a little bit about uh, this other feature that we've come to expect this from Xbox. And it's still staying true. The cloud saving uh, from for me on Xbox has been one of the most like under talked about amazing features of this current generation. I have multiple Xboxes in my house because I like one to be on every TV. And no matter where I am in the house, or even if I go and play a game that's on the Xbox on PC, I can uh, pick up right where I left off by loading the game. It The save is automatically happens in the cloud. It's not something you have to do manually. It's not something you have to remember to do. Um, you're automatically going to have your progress, and that is moving with you from current gen to next gen with the uh, Series X. All of your progress saved from your games, like um, Major Nelson put out there from like Fallout, if you got a level 52 guy on Fallout. Hey, when you load up your Series X and you load in to uh, Fallout, hey, you're still going to have your level 52 guy, right? It's the same ecosystem. It shouldn't be separate. And your save automatically goes with you. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because another console coming out around this time, there's been news coming out about, hey, you know, even if they have this, uh, like, program where you purchase a game and you get the next gen version of it free or whatever. You don't necessarily get that. You don't get the save to transfer over. Um, 
and that's pretty crazy you know if you think about progress being lost like a spider-man for example you're going to have to start that game all over again if you're playing on the play playstation 5 you know um uh, I'm thinking the Xbox use Fallout as an example because that's going to be another game where on, on that ecosystem. And so it is another thing that they're doing that is is gamer focused because it's not something that we're people are going to scream about, right? This is not a feature that people are going to be like, "Oh, you screwed us over, Xbox! How how dare you?" You know what I mean? But they realize it's important to the overall experience, and it's and it's it's part of the, what the ecosystem is, and it's a very smart move. Um, things like this make competition look bad. Now, does PlayStation showing uh, ray tracing on Spider Man and all these next gen particle effects and all that stuff make Xbox look bad? Some could say yeah, but if you have you know that these games are coming, but we don't know what's going to happen with that stuff on the PlayStation five right now. Right. So that's why like the transparency with Xbox has been so refreshing. Uh, this generational leap to see how they're handling, um, bringing this, um, all these features to us that are as pro consumer pro gamer, um, and, making it easier for us to enjoy our experiences. And that's why they've been so confident. Whereas PlayStation hasn't seen the hardware, but you have seen the stuff that they are confident in. And that is the games. So, you know, Xbox, that's why I'm bringing this up now is because Xbox has work to do there to show us, right? That has been the knock on them for the whole generation of the Xbox One. Now, we know the investment is in next-gen. We know this. And we know that they have stuff to show. But some could say, why aren't they showing us next-gen games? Why are they still focusing on backward compatibility? That's what the naysayers are going to say. And you know what? They are right as far as what why hasn't xbox been showing us this stuff right now there's weird rumors going on around there that that aren't don't hold any water that people make up about xbox having problems with you know getting their games onto next gen and and all of this kind of stuff um what we've been seeing is two different marketing strategies and mainly with Xbox, it's because the game that they had planned on showing a lot leading up to launch was going to be Halo. And that plan had to change. <laughs> that plan definitely had to change because they delayed the game to 2021. So that changed the plans. Well, also, supposedly, excuse me, also, supposedly, we know that these games are being, these things are being held back from the showcase that um had been uh supposedly going to be like maybe Hellblade 2 gameplay or maybe there was going to be an initiatives game and they haven't shown that stuff yet now if you remember fun speculation a couple weeks ago we had what does Microsoft have one more thing to show right before pre-orders go live right and oh boy they did right they they definitely did they had a huge one now, one of the topics was, did they have gameplay to show right before pre-orders go live? Well, I think if they didn't have that Bethesda stuff to show, to talk about, they they definitely would have done something with the gameplay. But I think that's part of this whole embargo thing with all of these uh, streamers and YouTubers, right, that have all these consoles. They're going to be showing this gameplay soon. Maybe on some optimized for Series X titles. Maybe like Dirt 5, right? Something like that. Um, games that maybe Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, we don't know exactly what games are going to be. But I think we're going to see it in people's hands. And we're going to see gameplay on YouTube, on Twitch, and all that kind of stuff. Now, right before launch of the consoles, 
because they didn't show that next gen experiences i think we're going to see stuff that may be coming out next year or the year after actually running on a next gen hardware on series x gameplay um maybe one or two game reveals and that's going to be when we get that that thing that everybody's been like talking about like hey why aren't they showing this stuff because i think they're waiting for it right before launch right before the day before or the week of the consoles actually go on sale um people to go get their hands on the ones that are going to be in stock at retailers for people to line up people to generate the talk the excitement the hype of the launch of the console they need something more they need something else right before then they've already revealed the bethesda thing which was huge so if they have something else to show maybe even more acquisitions they're going to do it right before the launch of the console they are going to wait until that week to show us that stuff. And I think that's when there's going to be an explosion of gameplay that is going to be mind-blowing. And it's going to create all the naysayers out there that have been saying that, hey, why haven't they shown this stuff? There's a problem and all this stuff. They're going to be like, oh, I guess there wasn't a problem. It was just a marketing strategy, right? So maybe we'll see that. I think we will. I'm not going to bet on it because <laughs> I, I I can never guess what these guys are going to do. Um, but I, I can also say that, hey, we may see even more from PlayStation on what they're going to show because they just are seem purely focused on, on games. Maybe they're going to show a little bit about hardware, but the fact that they even took the pre-orders before they even really showed the hardware that much was pretty crazy to me. Um, so they may not really care to show too much of the hardware because they want to focus on what they know that they have an advantage on right now, and that's games. But we'll see if that advantage changes and the narrative changes after Xbox shows these some of these games running uh, on Series X with these optimized features. Uh, Gears Five is even getting taken. You know, you talk about backwards compatible games. You know, there's there's some of these games that are actually getting these enhancements. Um, optimized for Series X enhancements. And I'm curious at how far they're going to go with some of that stuff, like Forza Horizon 4. Um, That kind of goes into this quote um, from Jason Ronald. So I'm going to read this quote uh, from his words in the interview with uh, Major Nelson. And that was on Major Nelson's podcast, Xbox podcast, not to be confused with mine. Um, Xbox uh, so he, Jason Ronald from Xbox said this okay. what we're really excited to show closer to launch again I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start over on this because this is exactly what I'm talking about have been talking about and this is from Jason Ronald okay? so put two and two together here what we're really excited to show Closer to launch is titles that are really taking full advantage of this next-gen hardware and these next-gen capabilities. And what reason he was talking about that is because uh, they were interviewing him about how you know um, they were showing off a lot of this backwards compatible stuff and how these load times, everything we've been talking about, his load times are amazing, how it's improving resolution, how it's improving frame rates, how it's uh, making these games better. Uh, that you already own, and all of this stuff. They were talking about that, and that, that that's what they've been showing. But then he said, but we're, what we're really excited to show is what the Xbox Series X is actually made for. They haven't even shown us. That's why he's really excited to show it. We're really excited to show closer to launch but maybe the week of launch, maybe two weeks up to launch. We don't know when. We know it's coming between today and November 10th. We know this is happening between today and November 10th. We know that they are going to showcase games, titles, plural. That is a plural word, titles. That means more than one titles that are really taking full advantage of this next-gen hardware and these next-gen capabilities. So when you think of that, you think of ray tracing, 
uh, particle effects, the SSD velocity architecture, all of this stuff that they've been working on, they've been talking about. We're going to see games taking full advantage of that right before launch between now and November 10th. And that is from the mouth of Jason Ronald, who is one of the architects of the Xbox and is part of the launch team. I take him for his word. We're going to see that. So naysayers out there that say we're not going to see this stuff. They've already said otherwise. Okay. Again, but what we're really excited to show closer to launch is titles that are really taking full advantage of this next-gen hardware and these next-gen capabilities. I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> so that that's what Microsoft is doing to, to correct this uh, narrative that's been going on, this chatter, you know, from the people that are really are trying to hold on to one last thing. <laughs> What's one last thing I can hate on Xbox about? And that's it. Well, that it's going to be squashed at that point. And with everything else pro-consumer that Xbox is doing, you know, if you're looking to make a tough decision and you're on the fence, uh, and you know that, hey, with the Xbox, you got Game Pass, and all of these games, the Bethesda games, the uh, like Fallout and you know Elder Scrolls and uh, uh, Starfield and Doom, all uh, freaking Dishonored, all these things are gonna be on Game Pass, you know, and all of the Xbox games like Forza and and Halo and uh, Gears and all the, all of these games are gonna be on on Game Pass. Plus, everything else revealed, avowed, and all this stuff. So you know you're getting a crazy value. And then you see the competition where the games are 70 bucks. You're having to repurchase games that you've already bought to get a few enhanced features. And so they can change the face of a character. Your save doesn't even go over. Um, they're reselling you that game included in a package to buy an expansion for a game. So there's these methods of um, making up profits uh, without focusing on the experience of the gamer besides having good games. There's a lot more than just having good games. Now, having good games is the most important thing. That's why PlayStation was so successful this past generation. Xbox lost focus. They lost focus on what was important and most important, and then they went and corrected things. They they corrected a lot of stuff. They corrected all the hardware and um, services, and now they have the best value, hands down, in gaming. Um, in really entertainment, uh, I can't think of any service that is a better value for what you get for your money than Xbox Game Pass. Especially if you get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, where it brings in the whole PC and Android into the ecosystem, and uh, and I mean, there's just there's no better value. So if you include that with the cross save features, you know, with the smart delivery, um, just every, every the quick resume stuff that that they're doing and now, that PlayStation's probably gonna have a quick do they should right so but if you include this with everything they're doing and you compare that to some of the stuff that's been going on um it seems like this is a flip-flop of 2013 happening all over again except that this time microsoft and xbox is leading the charge in the right way um and playstation is focusing maybe a little bit on the wrong thing this time around but we'll see I don't know what, what's going to happen in this next gen. I think both of them are going to be super um, um, powerful consoles that are going to both have great games. And I think at this time, it's going to come down to what people are getting a better value on. And for me, that's going to be Xbox. Um, I'm going to enjoy the heck out of my PS5 and play these exclusives. I'm excited for Demon's Souls. I'm excited for Spider-Man. But my wallet also 
says that I'm going to have to uh, play maybe less over there anyway, just based on value. So that's going to be interesting to see if other people have that same take. Um, now I wanted to also talk a bit about another rumors uh, because this keeps uh, this keeps happening, and that is uh, Bungie. So Bungie keeps getting talked about as being acquired by Microsoft. Now uh, there is something that's going on with Bungie because these rumors don't just happen out of nowhere from not just it's not just like just regular people making this stuff this is like big time guys at big websites right big big time uh media sites and stuff like IGN and and they're they're have been the ones that have been uh having some of these rumors come out and it's really interesting to see that the uh CEO of Bungie, his name's Pete Parsons, keeps shooting it down. <laughs> but yet the rumors won't go away. So on Twitter, multiple times, I think, he's just said, nope, not happening. You know, this is not a, this is not a real thing. Nope, this is not happening. But people still keep saying that something's going on. So, But what they didn't, he wasn't clear on is what he was denying. So Bungie may be in talks with somebody as an acquisition or something else, right? And what I'm thinking it could possibly be is maybe there are in talks with Microsoft. Um, so either maybe they are looking to be purchased and acquired, and it's not Microsoft that's doing it, and that's where the that's where the nope is coming from, right? Or maybe he is talking to Microsoft and they are talking to Xbox, but it's not actually about an acquisition. Maybe it is a deal to have their next game come out on game pass. Uh, maybe it is a deal to publish their next game. Kind of like what they did with Activision with destiny. Originally, we don't know exactly what the deal is, but we think something is going on uh, on Twitter. People keep saying this. Um, I, I think that something's going on, but I don't know what it is. So keep your eye on Bungie and um that studio and it's because it's really interesting um where there's this much smoke usually there is fire and the fact that he hasn't elaborated more on just no nothing is happening at all um leads you to believe that hey something's going on and i'm curious to find out what kind of news that is maybe there is a next gen game that will be exclusive to xbox um, that they have a, made a deal with Xbox to have on Game Pass, maybe as some kind of timed exclusive or something like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be an acquisition, or maybe somebody else is acquiring Bungie. Maybe Sony is acquiring Bungie. Maybe, uh, maybe some other larger uh, company. You know, we don't we don't really know. So, I just wanted to bring that up because of of all that attention. And then the uh, next thing I wanted to bring up, this is the last topic before the Game Pass game of the week. And this is something I was uh, thinking about today, actually. Um, these pictures that came out of the PlayStation 5 got me thinking. Okay, So this is like today, which I think we're going to be getting some more information about that console in the next like week or two because people finally actually have their hands on them in, in, in Japan. Um, and that is the size of it. Now... There's also fake pictures out there that make it look astronomically large that are not real. Um, but there are some pictures out there of it that are real. And uh, it is very large console. Um, now, so is the Series X, but it's a different form factor uh, that is, uh, I think, going to take up less overall space for people. Um, so the reason I, I was bringing that up is because now... The PlayStation 5 is going to be huge in Japan. Just like PlayStation uh, 3 was and place you know PlayStation uh all the PlayStations were. And, but there was always been this narrative uh about um Japan not accepting Xbox because of the size of the console because it's just big, too big. Too big for Japan. 
Well, I don't think that's the problem because I mean, if Sony's making this console now, remember, so, like that's a Japanese company, right? Um, if Sony is making um that console uh that large, then you know maybe it's not a big deal for the Japanese consumer of people that want to actually buy the console, right? So I don't think size in itself is what's keeping the Xbox from being successful in Japan, which a lot of people have said, okay, you can't have a traditional Xbox console be successful in Japan. Well, if PlayStation can, why can't Xbox? Especially with the beastly size of the PlayStation 5. So that comes down to these games. Again, it comes down to games. Uh, Xbox just has not put enough attention and focus into Japanese developed games uh, on their hardware. Now, how can they change that? They can change that by getting deals for these games to come to Game Pass, like they are with Dragon Quest Eleven. That is the start of something to come. Um, we're also seeing uh, this new Namco game, uh, Scarlet Nexus. Um that, I'm not sure if that one's coming to Game Pass or not. I got to double check on that one. Um, we also see Ball and Wonder World, I think is the name of it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's another Japanese developed game. That one is coming to Game Pass. So think about all of these uh, games. They're making they are making strides, making an investment, and they're going to try and get these games on Game Pass to give people a reason to buy a Series X. And also experience these games on their mobile devices with xCloud. Um, so that, I think, is the reason why. Now, I think they are making a push, but it's different than people are expecting. I don't know if necessarily they're going to just go and buy Sega or buy Capcom like we've talked about before. We don't know that. You know, there's something going on with Sega, I believe. Uh, it could be another Game Pass deal, like I, like I said. Or it could be uh, maybe they make a deal with Capcom to bring their games to, to Game Pass. Uh, but we know they're going to be making a push with that because we've already seen it with some games. Um, Dragon Quest Eleven is huge. So to have that come to Game Pass is a big deal. And I think that's going to be... Things like this are going to be the ticket. Not just of having Xbox Game Pass be successful in Japan, but also having the console successful. Because if the PlayStation 5 is just a console-type experience... Which people keep saying, I hear, I heard in podcasts yesterday that they don't like what Xbox is doing with you know bringing their games to PC and having them available via the cloud and stuff. They just want to focus on a console. Well, if that's what Japan is focused on as console, that thing is freaking massive, and there's not a lot of other ways to play those games. So Xbox should be able to be successful there as well, as long as they have the games. So I think they are making a push, and we'll see um, how many games they can get on Game Pass and on the Xbox ecosystem uh, for uh, to make it, the game the Xbox more successful in Japan. But we know they are confident in it because they have the console in Japanese media's hands. We've seen the pictures on the internet. The Mitsu, I believe, had had the Xbox Series X, um, and they'll be doing their test. So anyway. This leads me to our last and final topic, and I know I'm running a little long. Oh, that's about right. About right. We're right at close to an hour right now. And that is the Game Pass Game of the Week. Now, this is a big one. Now, you probably guys probably already know what this is. My Game Pass Game of the Week is Doom Eternal. Yes, Doom Eternal. Um, that is a massive game. This is a difficult game. It's not a game that um, you should just say, "Hey, I'm just gonna play this for a couple minutes." No, if you if you want to play Doom Eternal, you are making an investment with your life because it is challenging and it is. An awesome game now it's like i said it's freaking hard okay i am not a guy who plays my games on easy i play my games on normal most of the time 
and occasionally if i'm really like really liking a game and i do play it a lot i will up it too hard right i never play games on easy um i'm having a problem right now where i think i might actually move this game down to easy allow me to play it without investing as much time getting good at it so doom eternal it runs super smooth it is made by id um and it's one of these bethesda games right bethesda or zenimax games right uh from this zenimax media acquisition that include bethesda and all these other studios and doom eternal is one of the biggest games they have it's super highly rated i can't recommend it enough for all of you guys to try even though i suck at it i'm going to keep playing it it is on game pass it just came out in like march right so it's about six six seven months old right um but we are getting this game in game pass because of this deal that xbox made so celebrate that enjoy the game xbox bought it for you (laughs) to bring to game pass and they are going to keep bringing more of these fantastic type games to game pass and hey guess what this game's going to play better series x awesome so yeah doom eternal game pass game of the week massive game to hit um and it's just awesome I, I don't know what else to say about it, guys. It's just check, just check it out. It's free. If you have Game Pass and you're a subscriber, hey, it's not going to cost you anything to play this uh, great game. So that's a, that's this is the time to celebrate the Bethesda, uh, Zenimax, uh, ID, Arcane um, <laughs> acquisition. You know, this is a time by by playing Doom Eternal. So. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for me for this week. Um, I appreciate all of you for tuning in. Uh, I know I was a little bit all over the place on this episode. Um, there's just so much to talk about with the console in these people's hands and uh, some of the talk that's been going on around the Internet and um, things that I'm looking forward to seeing, um, like what Jason Ronald said in that interview um things that i think uh needed to be said about comparisons you know uh with some things and also you know um everything we've learned about how it's performing in people's hands because we actually do have the information we can just look online you can just google it just google hey series x performance load times whatever and guess what there's actual tests from several games showing improvements and it's great to be excited about that um thanks again for tuning in please if you're watching on youtube like share and subscribe to the channel if you are listening on audio whether it's itunes spotify google Podcasts, amazon music please uh share this out to your friends family relatives who, who whoever whoever uh, you think might be potentially interested in in the Xbox or in listening to a Xbox fan podcast. I greatly appreciate the support. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Fun Speculation. That's where you can find me and uh, talk, chat with me. Send me an email, funspeculation at gmail.com. Um, and check out my YouTube videos, guys. I do post videos that aren't just the podcast. This is going to be up on the podcast. Um, the podcast is called Xbox Ultimate. So if you want to find it, just uh, type Xbox Ultimate Podcast or just type in Fun Speculation Xbox because that is the name of my YouTube channel. Um, so on YouTube is Fun Speculation and you can find some other videos I make. I, 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 I'm not the best video editor, but I do uh, like to make some fun uh, Xbox videos. And I also have other commentary type videos I put up on YouTube. Um, and just to kind of give my thoughts throughout the week sometimes. Um, and I do stream. I have actually started streaming quite a bit and I am enjoying it. I figure if I am playing games, I might as well be streaming it. So 
Uh, check that out. Uh, I'd love to talk to some of you guys in my streams or in the comments on some of these videos. Um, again, I appreciate it. And you have a good one. Take it easy. Bye.